right, so we finally got some silence. Finally got some quiet space to be able to record this podcast. You're looking pretty tired. You good? I am. You good? I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, for everyone listening, this is Javon speaking. <clears throat> to my right, my friend, brother, co-host, friendo, <laughs> friendo, old wet legs. All right. We got well, wet legs. I think we can go ahead and stop trying to push that. <laughs> it's not gonna stop. We're gonna go ahead and. Cut that off right now is what we're going to do. You can try, but it's not going to stop. I'm telling you that now. There's just a wave of wet leg related jokes that are going to keep coming your way. Well, right now, my legs are dry. My coverage is dry. I'm happy. Can't stop me. (laughs) Can't stop my momentum. Your dry momentum? (laughs) I'm wearing a somewhat clean, somewhat stained white tee right now. Hmm putting your cell phone blast oh yeah you're supposed to take advantage of the benefit this is one of the the good things about not doing video no i just want to let people know that way once i've glowed up they'll be able to <laughs> flash back and be like wow he uh came a long way <laughs> went legs and came a long way his legs See, are dry now <laughs> most likely not though most likely they're gonna be like man sean came a long way that seems more likely what they'd say but you gotta always remember your roots that was never the uh, Y'all remember back when Sean, like, he's cool now, but y'all remember back when Sean was wet legs? The thing about that is, all right, you know what, I'm going to let it go. Pretty sure no one's going to remember it. All right. All right. Um, Pretty sure they will. What's funny is, on the flip side of having a somewhat stained shirt, pretty nice jeans on. Got some pretty yeah. nice jeans on. Yeah, you were looking, uh, you know, straight out of the PBR earlier. You looked like you came straight from the rodeo. Ah. What does PBR stand for? Uh, pro B Rodeo. I don't know. Is it, is it Bull Rodeo? Bull. Pro Bull Riders. That's oh probably God, what it is. You're... That's probably what it is. Pro Bull Riders. But yeah, you look like you're coming from that. You didn't notice that when you put that shirt on? This one? No, no. The one you had on earlier. I cowboy shirt. I felt like I looked like a New Yorker. Really? Yeah. Really? So mm-hmm. if you if you would have you don't but the tucked in shirt. It wasn't tucked in. Okay. Before. You had it tucked in at first. For a moment. Okay, so with it tucked in, you don't think you put the cowboy hat on, boots, maybe belt somewhat. buckle. Alright, maybe somewhat. You didn't you didn't see that? I feel like I didn't want to see it. Yeah, you're about to be a rhinestone cowboy. A rhinestone cowboy, yeah, man. I'm pretty sure that's rhinestone cowboy is like the the swaggier version. Pretty sure we ain't got too many rhinestone cowboys yeah. that are black. Just cowboys in general. Mm-hmm. You're about to oh, be yeah, you're you about to be Darius McCrary. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a black country singer. Man. But you fixed it, you untucked it. Unbuttoned a little bit, helped oh, it out. Probably unbuttoned. Yeah, helped it out. But uh, how how you doing? I know you're pretty tired. Pretty tired, uh, full of water. <laughs> um, why don't you tell us why you're full of water? All right. If you really want to know, I am 
trying to pass a drug test. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the age old method, right? Mm-hmm. Flush it out. Flush it out. So I'm filling my body with water in the hopes that I'll sweat slash pee it out. And uh, I made a mistake, as you know, by starting off by eating oatmeal. <laughs> so it's a very absorbent meal. My stomach's about to explode because it's holding on to all the water, all the water. Um, also, I'm at the point of sleepiness that my eyes are starting to burn. I think you know that. You know that mm-hmm. like a little bit. I think that might be a glasses person type of thing. Maybe not. Um, yeah. What about you? Where are you at right now? I'm doing doing pretty good, I think. You know? Like, if I was a Tamagotchi, everything would be content green? right now. Content? Not in the green. Like, pretty soon I'm going to need something. Oh, you're in the yellow. You're yeah. In the yellow. Yeah. I'm in the yellow. Getting to the red when it comes to, like... I feel like I wouldn't describe that as pretty good because you said pretty good. Well, that's where I'm at in life. Yellow is pretty good for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna be realistic. It would be unrealistic for me to be hoping for green. Um, if I'm, I'm just shooting for mediocre right now. No, I feel you. No, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> You're um, scratching and surviving. Scratching and surviving. Yeah. Good times. Ain't we lucky we got him? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna, I was gonna mention this, but I mean, I was gonna mention this last time. I mentioned it this time. So, just for just for people listening, we're sitting side by side. If you if you didn't if you weren't listening, and uh, over the course of you know this whole podcast, we look at each other a good countless amount of times. Um, my neck hurts. <laughs> my neck hurts. Just, just getting that out there, cause um, that's the one thing I didn't foresee when we started this. <laughs> just turn your body. Like that's what I'm gonna do right now. I'm gonna turn my body. Well, let's just face each other. Look right into each other's eyes. That's a little too deep for me. For a full hour. It's a little too deep for me. Just so don't break eye contact. I prefer. Giving a good amount of straight looks as if there's a camera in front of me and then tune in and see what you're doing on my left. Just taking a quick little, what you doing? What you doing? What <laughs> like you doing? <laughs> what you doing? So, uh, yeah, what, let's, should we get into topics? I think we should jump right in. Let's jump right in. I'm not as jazzed up as last time, but I'm ready. Jazzed so, down? I'm moderately jazzed. You're weird. in the yellow? Uh, mm, I'm in like... You're orange. I'm mad about orange. Which, if you know Tamagotchi, is not an actual color level. You go from yellow to red pretty quickly. Unless you got those new uh, Tamagotchis. Alright. So, I'm going to start by saying I did not know about this at all. Um, NFL suspended Jameis Winston for three games. So you really just going to call him Jameis Winston? Like his I'm, name is Jameis Winston? That's, that's how I feel about it. You brought it back. I had to let go of it. I brought it back. Well, I guess if you're getting suspended, then you're Jameis. You're Jameis. When you're throwing touchdowns, you're Jameis. You're Jameis Winston. But for the sake of so people know who we're talking about, let's just call him Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, quarterback of the 
Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah. For three games. Now So did you hear? I actually read a little bit into it. Didn't hear. Did you hear? Okay, so he allegedly allegedly we gotta put that in front yeah. of it. Give him his chance. He allegedly groped his Uber driver mm. inappropriately, obviously. Uh, right off the bat, I have to know. Female or male? And I I hope it was a female. I really do. And I don't know. I'm not sure of these facts. Let's look into it. Let's take a look at it. It says he groped. Um, yeah, it says groped an Uber driver. Does not say the gender of said Uber driver. Man, that's. Hey, you know. It's all good in the hood. You know, Pride Month, but. I feel like he's taking a so double. So he wasn't arrested or charged, but the NFL, you know, they like to cover their bases they like to make sure just in case you did do it mm-hmm. and you just got off play it you, safe don't want anything there, yeah. against this. and uh i gotta say man he's one of those people who when i read something like that i'm not surprised like when i read something like that, like i could see that i think it's some about his uh facial expressions i feel like <laughs> it's some about his facial expression he looks like somebody's like, when you go to a family reunion, I don't know if anyone has, like, family from the South. Mm. But if you have, like, family in the South, and you go to a family reunion, you know, you see uncles and cousins who you ain't seen in a minute, and they ain't seen you in a minute. And this is more for if you're a girl. Yeah. As a man, I've never experienced this, but I've, I've seen it with my eyes. And, uh, you know, there's always the uncle who hasn't seen one of his nieces in a minute. And she's gotten older since then, and he's being mad creepy. He's being yeah. real creepy with the nieces who are maybe going through puberty, just got done with puberty. And he's like, oh, you're a, a fully grown woman now. <laughs> he's saying stuff like that. Give me, give me a little spin. That's what, what Jameis looks like. Jameis Winston looks like the uncle who says really out of the way comments at the cookout, at the reunion. Which is a little, it's already not good because how old is he? Like, he's in his 20s still. Man. The other thing though, aside from how he looks, is I don't know if you remember back when he was at FSU, when he was in Florida State, and he had uh, gotten in trouble. It almost, it almost ruined his draft uh, stock because he had. Uh, when he was still attending Florida State, he had apparently stood on like one of the tables in the courtyard or something, and uh, he he yelled the thing that remember the internet meme, the uh, fucker right in the pussy, you know that that internet meme. Oh my god! <laughs> they used to say that like they used to run really up behind said news that? reporters. Or was and that say a that? legend? No, no, he said it. like he said it. He screamed it. Oh my god! He he jumped up on a table in the courtyard, and he was like fucker right in the pussy. And the thing is, that's an internet meme, of course. Everyone yes. knows it. But, for one, you're a public figure. Mm-hmm. You're, the, you're the quarterback of the Florida State University uh, football team, for one. He yes. was nationally, like, he was competing for a Heisman that year. He won a national championship that year, so all eyes were on him. He's in the draft, possibly going number one overall. And then the, the most important bit of information and all that is that just he at the time when he said that he was currently going through an investigation 
where he had allegedly raped somebody. Oh, man. That's... You can't say that. perfect setup. You can't say fucker right in the pussy if you're currently being investigated for fucking someone right in the pussy. You can't. Un- oh, man. Like, that's common sense. I don't care how funny you think the internet meme is. There's just, there's just some things you gotta know what not to say, and especially when not to say I couldn't finish the If you're gonna say it... Maybe he was drunk. Say it. It was the middle of the day. Oh, man. If you're going to say it, say it within the privacy of your door. Trying to help you, Jimmy. Maybe with your closest Trying homies. <laughs> closest homies around, you can say it. Don't say it 1 p.m. in the afternoon on top of a courtyard table. Man, he was... That's the middle of the day. Everybody's walking to class. Not to mention, you're a tall man. He's, He's a big dude. You're more attention to yourself by getting on top He's of about the table. He's 6'5". <laughs> He's 6'5", 230 pounds. You already had everyone's attention just standing out. there. Yeah, you stood out to begin with. You didn't even need to stand on the table. Man. You could have sat down and people would have still noticed you. Is there, what's, what's our details here? Uh, let's see. Well, the details that he's suspended, but it doesn't mean that he's found guilty. So he's, it's still alleged. Like the NFL suspended him, but he's still... You know, innocent until proven guilty of all the okay, things. Okay. All I'm saying is, my whole point is just that he's just one of those people who, when you read something like this, you're like, he probably did it. He kind of has a history. It's kind of like one of those things where you're like, I can see that. Yeah, he has a history. <laughs> he has a history of being just a weird dude. Of just saying, doing the wrong things at the absolute wrong Man. time of doing it. He'll be alright. Yeah. He'll be all right. But, uh, Gotta make better decisions though. Like I just said before, <laughs> this MBD. Yeah, I mean, he had been quiet for a while in the NFL, which is a good thing. Quiet's a good thing when you're in the NFL. But yeah, now I get like he, he probably just had a moment of weakness. You know, he's in the Uber. I All guess his Uber is, driver looked mad gropable. I'm Look, like you looking extra gropable right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know how he did it too, because Uber drivers don't get out of the Uber. They don't oh, get no, out no. of the he car. Oh no, no, he was in. He was in the car. So he did he reach forward. around? Did he sit behind the driver's seat and did a little reach around action? Mm-hmm. He got a little reach around yep. action. Now I really hope it was a female. Re- like, yeah. I, okay, I take it back. I don't hope it was. <laughs> I don't hope it was. But I was gonna say. It just adds a whole extra layer of weirdness to it, it if it wasn't. Because now it's like what. What are you trying... Are you trying to say something? Are you trying to tell us something? That's a very bizarre way to come That's out. That's weird Now you're way. getting in trouble for it. That's a very it. indirect... You, uh... Problematic way of, you know, coming probably out. Probably could have just wore, like, some rainbow wristbands and just said, the you know, season. Like, happy Pride Month, y'all. Mm-hmm. That would, that's one way to ease into it. But he's like, he does, I get the feeling he don't ease into nothing. Not at all. He doesn't ease into anything, but... You know, good luck with that. <laughs> what do we got next? Let me uh, let me let me see. Now, see, the thing I was gonna say about that was that, at least, at least, if it's gonna be proven, then for now it's just a three game suspension, so he can hold on to that. All right, so Jim Jones arrested for possession of drugs and guns. Man, isn't that that's the, the that's the one? Story. That's the one, isn't it? 
It's always the the drugs and guns. It's like you're always rapping about it because you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I want. I wonder because they all. It's always the same way. It's always they get caught by surprise. So someone just asks to like, hey, random search of your tour bus. And then when they go, they'd be like, uh, what? And like, yeah, we're just doing a, you know, random standard tour bus check. Right now? <laughs> and then they go in there and then they always find drugs and guns. Like, it, that's how, uh, that's how Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. He actually did, that happened twice, hit. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, Lil Wayne did a pretty significant amount of time for that. What's funny is, just to say this really quickly, I, as a little kid, I was like the rest of the people who was like, Hey, Free Wayne, I took that so hard. I was like, wow, they, they got my nigga. <laughs> Can't believe that. I was like 10. Yeah, that was, that was weird. It was it was weird when Lil Wayne. I took that so hard. Went to prison. I don't know. That was like a big thing to me. I was like, oh, no, they got Lil Wayne. I think it's because he got arrested like at the peak of his fame. Yeah, he timed it well. <laughs> I was like, what was that? That was, um, that was like 2009, 2008 or 2009. But yeah, I was pretty young to be feeling that hard about it. I had to let him go. He didn't do nothing wrong. But it's because we knew we were going to notice it because he was in every song. He was all of our favorite songs. But, but what's funny is we hadn't considered the fact that those songs were still going to get played even though he was in prison. True. So it didn't even Not feel like he was... was like, oh, never fear. I'm dropping music in prison. No, yeah. Uh, what's that song? The the Drake... Is that She Will? No, the Drake song. Oh, oh which one? Which? Uh, was it Miss Me? Yeah. Yeah, Miss Me. Lil Wayne's on that track. The, that his verse You're on that right. track. He recorded that in You're prison. Right. He recorded that that verse in prison. That's crazy. That's I forgot about. That. And that was a banger. And I felt I felt that's part of what won me over with Drake. Cause I was like, yeah, yeah, Team Team Wayne. Well, it, at the time, it solidified Lil Wayne to me because like you can't stop Wayne. You really can't. You can't stop him from making hits. He's gonna make hits regardless. And I thought it was cool because you're seeing him over like a TV screen, you know? Oh, yeah. They had like a, it was like some B-roll footage of him like on a projector or something on the wall. <laughs> something weird. It worked. I want to see though. Let's see. Yeah, let's see what what's up with Jim Wait Jones. What's up with Is Jim Jones? Is his real Jones? name Paulie Paul? No, no, no. No. Jim Jones. Let's see. 41 passenger in a vehicle that led police on a chase instead of pulling over. That's always a bad idea. Uh, during the chase, the car struck a deputy's vehicle and then stopped. I'm surprised he's only going for the drugs How and the guns. How old is this man again? 41. Looks every bit of it, too. Oh, you know, Looks yeah. every bit of it. Also, I gotta say, say, looking pretty criminalistic. Could go for 50. Could definitely go for 50. It, I know this is his mugshot. Doesn't it look like he's already been in prison for 15 years, though? It, it does. He looks yeah. like he's already served the heart. Like, he's he even a, has the prison weight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> prison haircut, too. He got the, he got the prison haircut. Like, the little prison afro. Yep. He has the prison scruff. He, I think he was getting ready. He got himself prepared. He, was, <laughs> he, knew, in. he knew it was coming. He was properly groomed. He's like, it's about that time. It's about that time. <laughs> Uh, so, police searched the vehicle that Jones and three other passengers were in and allegedly discovered marijuana, oxycodone, Percocet, vape cartridges, THC oil, 
two loaded pistols and cash. One of the guns found was reportedly stolen. Yeah, they were asking for it. He's rolling like a dealer. They were asking for it. See, and this, uh, this begs so many questions. Why did they have all of that at that point? Were, were they selling drugs? Has Jim Jones's career come to that point? You know what? It might be. I think... It's a little wow. bit sad, but he's like, you know what? My TV show that I had for a short moment didn't work out. Ain't nobody listening to my music. Man. That's, uh... Let's go that's back crazy. to where it all started. So it says that him and the other passengers in the car just straight up denied possession of the items in the car. <laughs> they took the, the shaggy route. He's like, okay, y'all. It look, must have been shaggy who we was have in the car it. with him. <laughs> He's like, say it wasn't you. Wasn't you. Wasn't me. That's what they all were like. <laughs> and the marijuana, wasn't me. We <laughs> ran the bag for handprints. All of y'all have touched everything in the bag plus the bag. <laughs> what bag? That's Are yeah, you serious right complete now? Complete deniability. You're like, if we just act like we didn't see it, then it, was it ever there? Like, nope. I feel like y'all don't realize... The extent or like the definition of innocent until proven guilty. You're not taking this serious. <laughs> You're pretty much proven guilty. <laughs> yeah, these guns have your prints on them. And it's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's something. This is a game you want to play right now? <laughs> Jim Jones, he was riding high. He was flying high. Pun intended. I remember that yeah. song. Remember that song? We fly that's a, that's still a hit for me. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit more seasoned, Holy. you know. But I remember that was that used to yeah, get no, me no. ready. Uh, I heard that at work a little bit ago. The beat drop had me like, oh, yeah. what a throwback! Let's go. Yeah, because that I still like. You know, there's a new style of rap now. There's a new style of flexing yeah. on people. Yeah. But me, like, I still have the the dreams of flexing the way people were flexing in like 2005. Mm -hmm. That's how like, I'm still trying to do the whole uh, grills thing, you know? Spinners. Like the Paul Wall style. Yeah, spinners. (laughs) Hydraulics. I'll tell you what, I won't be doing uh, big ass shirts and big ass jeans that don't fit me. Yeah, that looks a little weird. Well, they're not jeans technically. You mean really big pairs of shorts that look oh like my jeans. God. The shorts are the length of jeans. Also, you ever notice that, like, I can't think of who specifically, but, like, people were wearing some fresh white Nikes with no socks? Nah, I never saw that. I saw it. I noticed it. I don't think that was a thing. I think you just happened to see the only dude who was wearing that. They were low-cut, no socks. Especially drug dealers, they wear socks because they that's where they keep the money uh, I'm and talking drugs. About, like, rappers. Like, I feel like Nelly yeah, did but, that. Well, Nelly did some questionable things. Let's let's not... Uh, we'll how many Nelly of Nelly's it. trends are still popular today? Let's be real. Ba- when did the Band-Aid thing ever get picked up? It no one ever did. got into that. I feel like I saw one other person do it. How many other rappers you saw regularly walking around like they're playing a pickup game of basketball? Because Nelly's the only one I can think of. He was wearing... Nasal strips, headbands, wristbands, <laughs> sleeveless that t-shirts. <laughs> he was dressed, he would be at, like, in his music videos, he would be at the club dressed like he just came from the court. 
You never thought about that? And that never got, that never caught on. I never saw anyone doing that. It, was, that it, didn't, it, didn't, it work. really didn't. It didn't work. Only person to caught on with was John Cena. John, yep. Except for the yep. Daily Strips. John, John Cena's the only person who looked at Nelly and was like, you know what? That, I like that. Folks the style. I get behind that. And oh, yeah. if you look at it that way, kind of got over because then kids well, John Cena doing, got it over. Yeah. White people. It's okay too. Yeah. yeah. It would be something. But yeah, Nelly, then he used to do the thing. He was the one who made sagging like he almost killed sagging because it looked he made it look bad. It was yeah, it was. He made it so look bad because he used to just wear his pants around his knees. That didn't look cool. That didn't look cool at all. Yeah. Yeah, personally, I didn't think any of any of, any of his fashion items were cool. I didn't think any of those yeah. were like. Well, I'm, I'm just saying because because you mentioned it. Well, no, yeah, because yeah. I'm saying the fact <laughs> that that was like a thing for a moment, at least. Mm-hmm. At least part of that. Yeah. I get with everything else, though. Yeah. In the early 2000s. I like that. That was my that was my day. Um, on to the next topic. Uh, yeah. Do, do you have to use the restroom because you look like you have a problem? Actually, I think I'll be fine. It's what, it's, it's what we're going to do. All right. We're just going right. to... You're trying to get a, a urinary tract infection? Um, you know what? All right, we're just going to take a short break is what we're going to do. Okay, there's no problem. All right, we're back. You feeling better, Sean? Yep, All almost right. exploded, but... Yeah. I just want to make sure that you out. know, as well as everyone else listening knows, that you really made me feel uncomfortable just then. Because of... Yeah, because you just, you know, fixed your fly while looking me in my eyes. Was I looking you in the eyes? Yeah, I don't appreciate that. I think it's because I was... Man to man, go ahead and handle your fly, but do it privately. As privately as you possibly can. I'm going to apologize to you for that. I'm sorry. Um, I think what I thought I was doing was looking at you so you wouldn't notice it. I th- you know, when you look at yeah. someone so they don't think you're doing anything yeah. else, you know? But I could easily see it. And so what happened, what actually ended up happening was I looked you in your eyes... And I was like, oh, there's some rustling going on down there. So then I looked down, and I saw you fixing your zipper. And then I looked back up to see you still ah, looking me in my eyes. Now, from my perspective, that feels rapey. Oh, I can understand how that, that feels That feels very rapey. uncomfortable. I've seen a lot of videos that uh, go similar. A lot? Uh, a few. Any you've seen the fact that you've seen any. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, where were we? What was the next topic? Let's take a looky look. Tough one for Jim Jones. Just, just to cat that off. All right, this one, this one hit me, um, hit me a little hard just because I didn't know. I mean, hit me in a weird way because I didn't know. That this hadn't already happened. Yeah. You sound like a horrible person. But uh, yeah, Big Van Vader passed away from heart complications. Yeah. Yeah, when I told you that, you hurt my feelings. You you, like, you don't realize it, but you can be a really heartless person sometimes. Really? Yep. Because I was like, man, it's pretty sad. Vader died. And he was like, he wasn't dead yet? And it just, it hurt me so bad because for one... 
you it, because because you thought he was dead already, you didn't feel that 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 bad about the fact that he died now. Okay, and then two, you had completely put him out of your mind so much so that you had killed him in your mind. Okay, but think about this as well. Part of the reason that I wasn't feeling anything about it is because you told me that in the middle of a game of Madden, in which I was heavily focused and also very raged, very That's enraged. True. That's true. You, you're liable to say some pretty aggressive things when you're playing Madden. I regret most of those things. <laughs> I'm a different person when, yeah. you, when I start playing Madden. Vader died from heart complications. and uh, I mean, in a way, he was a big dude. Big older dude. Mm-hmm. That normally happens with these guys, but he was for me. I know you. He, you didn't get to actually watch him that much, you know. Yeah, I know. But I was pretty. I liked Vader a lot. And you did. You did show me him though, because I was just like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm an old school fan. And I believe when I first saw him, I was roasting him, and you were like, "He's actually pretty good." Yeah. Take yeah. a look at. Like, I had to because he was. He's in my opinion the most. In terms of like move set and style, he's right up there with the most unique big man of all time. He wasn't your classic big man who was just doing like you know like choke slams yeah. and stuff. He his finishing move was a moonsault, which is like it makes he's sense. He's four hundred pounds. Like he's he's <laughs> flipping his body on you. His giant yeah, body. Yeah, he could he could legitimately kill you if mm-hmm. he did that. It's so a four, like, that's four hundred. That's like if a, someone threw a refrigerator off of a building on yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. But aside from his wrestling, uh, something that I really liked was that listening to shoot interviews and you know hearing other wrestlers talk about him was that he was a sweetheart. He was a huge teddy bear. You know, it's, it's funny because he had this scary gimmick. Yeah. Big Van Vader, he wore the mask. And he actually, personally, I thought he had a scary look, too. So yeah, he had a good look. Kinda... <laughs> he had a good look. He had that, you know, that theme song that it's time, yeah, it it's was, Vader time. It and, was fitting. And then he came out and he just looked like a madman with a mask and a singlet. And he was doing moonsaults on people. I always felt that the MMA gloves were just a little bit weird, though. No, nah, I think that that really helped it because, especially back then... MMA wasn't a thing. So the, the gloves, which really his were more closer to driving gloves, but someone wearing open finger gloves yeah. for, for sport, for combat, True. it was pretty cool because that was the, when he was doing that, that was like the late 80s. I just felt like he didn't do enough fist attacks. He, like, he attacked with his arms and his body and with... But it added to the look because he looked geared up. He looked ready for war. Uh, but like elbow pads did enough of looking geared up. Well, what also could have possibly been the thing is that he's such a big dude, his hands might have been kind of small. And the gloves add oh, intimidation if you have tiny hands. Baby hands. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I remember also, I always remember he was in a, a match. The match itself wasn't legendary, but what happened in it, in it was legendary. And... He was in the match with Mick Foley where Mick Foley lost his ear. Oh, he was in that. That was that was with him. It was Mick Foley and and Big Van Vader and they were wrestling a show in Germany. Vader's not the one who did it though, right? Well, he didn't do it per se, but I mean, 
technically. coming like in the spot that yeah, he didn't happened tear in. his ear off yeah, the side yeah, no, of his face. No, yeah. Uh, but the spot, they set up a spot where Mick was going to, and it was a standard Mick Foley spot. Mick was going to uh, go over the ropes, you know? Yeah. And then he was going to, his, his head was going to get caught. He was going to get twisted up in the ropes and mm-hmm. his head was going to get caught in the ropes and it was going to hang him. Yeah, you know that was that was the spot that they were working, and so uh, they went over the ropes, and Mick got caught up, but the ropes were they didn't tighten them properly, mm. so when he got tangled up in the ropes, it, it was tighter than usual, and he was oh. legitimately stuck, like he was actually getting hanged. Damn. It was it was actually you know yeah. s- squashing him. But everyone thought he was just selling the shit out of it. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah, so he was there and he was like, you know, and he knew that no one was going to help him. They thought he was selling it. Mm-hmm. So he was just trying to get out of it. And so he forced the rope up the side of his head and he was stuck. And so he just wiggled it up and it was so tight it actually ripped his ear upward off Man, of his I head. I can imagine how that hurts because I don't know what it is about me, but like I... that area of my ear yeah. is very tender it feels and like it so be off it didn't get day. ripped all the way off it was still hanging on by yeah. like just a segment of skin and uh but then they carried on with the match and yeah, then Vader hit him with a punch like a like a stiff punch that yeah. he sold you know he whipped his hair and when he did it it just the ear went flying he so Vader finished off the job he punched the ear off the side of his head I wonder does anyone have that ear now like is that like yeah no because someone actually picked it up and brought it to him backstage that night they're like uh this is your ear (laughs) but I'm sure at the time Vader was like Vader because Vader didn't know that his ear had gotten partially torn Mm -hmm. so he thought I just punched this man's ear off the side of his (laughs) head (laughs) man I'm, I'm imagining how I would feel if I did that that Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, that this was just it was, you know, it's sad seeing your legends. He was sixty three. It's sad seeing your legends go, but he had some great feuds from my childhood. He feuded I remember one of the last main main feuds of his career was with Kane. That was a that was a, one of my favorite feuds to see both because they're such unique big men in the way that they work. But uh yeah, I guess R. I. P. R. I. P. to Big Van it's Vader. Piece, man. It's Vader time. But uh, what we got left? Hopefully, we didn't leave off on something sad like last time. Well, we didn't. We didn't. We almost did, but I finished. I helped us out on that one. Oh, do we actually have anything else? Did we? Uh, I we think we may we overshot it. Let's see. You don't have any topics. Where are we at on time? Okay. So then, what we can do is we can argue about stuff. Do you have any basketball stuff you want to argue over? Well, first, before we get into that, um, some news just broke today. Okay. Super fight. Bellator super fight. Mm -hmm. Welterweight champion Roy McDonald going up to challenge Gegard Mousasi for the middleweight championship. I'm so stoked for that because that's a true, like... Currently in MMA, we've been getting so many of these circus fights, these yeah. sideshow attraction fights, you know, mm-hmm. these these freak shows, if yeah. you will. But this is a true fans fight, like a fan of the sport, not a fan of the drama, a fan of the, 
the trash talk and the entertainment aspect, a fan of the martial arts aspect yeah. of it. Because Roy McDonald, he's not he's not a big character. He's not a big personality. He doesn't sell fights on his trash talk or on his ability to, you know, put asses in seats, as they say. Yeah. He sells people on the fact that he's a prodigy. Mm-hmm. He's just a, a technical mastermind at, at not at one thing. He's a he's the first ever technical mastermind at mixed martial arts at putting it all together, and then you got a guy like Gegar Mousasi who he doesn't really sell fights either. It actually he sells fights by how bad it how angry he ma- it makes him that other people sell fights. Yeah, you know he gets pissed off at the fact that Conor McGregor talks and gets all the money, and Gegar Mousasi, who's been in the game for over a decade now, doesn't get it. But, you know, when you look at Gegard Mousasi, he's competed in open weight tournaments and won. He was he was a light heavyweight. He was when he was a light heavyweight, he was considered to be one of the top three light heavyweights in the world. This was at the same time that um, this was at the same time that Jones was champion. Like when they brought Mousasi into the UFC, they had the intention of he's going to challenge someone for a title. And he moved down in weight. He just moved down in weight, I mm-hmm. guess, because he felt maybe he saw that guys were really big, and even though he was skilled, that mm-hmm. he didn't want to give up that size disadvantage anymore. He went down to middleweight, and he's had a really good career, a really good record at middleweight as well. Yeah. And uh, now he's been in Bellator. It, I'm so excited to see just two... Neither of these guys are specialists. That's what I love about them. It's not like normally you'll get like a, a boxer and a wrestler or something yep. like that. These are two guys who, no matter where it goes, they're completely proficient in every aspect of the game. So I was, I was wondering, who do you have in that fight? Well, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it while you're, you know, while you're talking about it right now. I'm like, I have to pick... I have to pick Rory. And I think it's just because, one, I have so much confidence in him. Big fan. But then, two, I know you were arguing that size it might be a big factor in this matchup. But I think I think Rory won't have such a big such a problem as, as you think he will. Because he's pretty good with, um, how can I say, like, he's pretty good at striking with people you think he wouldn't be able to. He, stay, he stays in there pretty well. And I think he can make it. I think he can make it the fight he wants to make it. Because um, I don't know who who's who's his team. Uh, you know, TriStar. He's still oh, with TriStar? TriStar. Yeah. Well, yeah, they. He's still with Fierce Sahabi. They seem to plan pretty well for him. They set him on the right path normally. Yeah, he has a great team. He does. There's no denying that he does have a great team. Uh, he has a great track record, for one. Um, it's and it's not like I'm counting him out. Not at all am I counting out Rory McDonald. And Never would count him out. I also was gonna just because I, I left this out when I was talking about the weight thing. I think Rory's the stronger guy despite being smaller. That's interesting. It might be true. Because I've seen him do some things. He does. He does a good amount of uh, like. Physical training. Yeah, well, for one, he is a big welterweight. He always has Mm -hmm. been. He's a very big welterweight. 
So it's not he's not going to be grossly undersized against Gegard Musasi. My just my first instinct call when I first heard it, when mm-hmm. I first read the the news that they booked that fight, my first instinct was Musasi because naturally he's the bigger man. You know, they're so evenly matched that those are the the only the only things that I can put in anyone's favor is that he has the physical attributes. He's taller, he's longer, he weighs more. He's just a naturally larger dude. Now, in terms of strength, you might be right. Rory might be stronger than him because Rory is a little bit thicker. He's a, he's a stockier build. And he's not short. Rory's six feet tall. He mm-hmm. has like a 75-inch, 76-inch reach. He He's long himself. Yeah, It's just Rory... When you're a tall guy who fights guys shorter than you, it's different from being a tall guy who fights other tall guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His perception of it is going to be different because he's been the tall guy who's been picking apart five foot eight, five foot nine guys, five foot nine fighters. You know, the, the his biggest striking showcases have been against Tyron Woodley, BJ Penn. You know, guys who are around five nine. Yeah. Musasi, he regularly is fighting guys who are 6'1", 6'2". He's regularly, he's he's gotten used to the range of people being the same height as him or taller. Not to mention, like I said, he used to fight light heavyweight. So he, he's gotten the experience with fighting bigger guys, smaller guys, all around. Whereas Rory has only been fighting guys typically mm, who are yeah. smaller than him. That's the main reason. It's not that I think... He's not going to match up. It's that just the experience factor. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know, but it's regardless, it's, it's an amazing fight. That's probably the first Bellator fight that has made me feel like I can't wait to see that. Cause let's be honest, Bellator puts together some laughable matchups. <laughs> yeah. They put together, you know, we talked about before but CM Punk and Mike Jackson being possibly the worst fight of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, the other possible worst fight of all time is Kimbo Slice versus Dada 5000. R.I.P. Which one? Did they both die? Well, Kimbo is dead currently, so R.I.P. to Kimbo. Mm-hmm. But Dada 5000 actually uh, was clinically yeah. <laughs> dead for a couple minutes after the fight. That's... The true definition of dead tired. <laughs> he literally was. Which, to some degree, I give him credit for. Because he literally fought his heart out. I don't know if you remember how that fight ended. But it ended with him spiraling out of control. No. <laughs> I've never seen a fight in that way. And you know what? Can't say he doesn't finish fights. He finished it. Yeah, who, Kimbo? Uh, Dada. Well, he didn't finish. He got finished. Well, he got finished, but I'm saying he made it all the way through the end. Yeah, he well, could have collapsed. I would have collapsed. Yeah, he took Till I Collapse really serious. Yeah. Because that's what he did. He fought until he his heart literally gave out. They had to resuscitate him. He was dead. Yeah, that's probably 50% of the reason he was finished. That's uh, 100% of the reason he was finished. <laughs> you, uh, your whole heart stopped working, dude. You know, you can't do nothing you no can't, more, right? You can't do nothing. You was up on the scorecards, but your heart stopped, so it automatically goes to the dude whose heart is still beating. <laughs> <laughs> automatically. But, 
Kimbo was juiced up. Kimbo was juiced up for that fight. Was he? He was. Mm, he was. Sense. Yeah, Kimbo was. He looked. He was pretty. I feel like he could have performed a little bit better then if he was going to. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's all I'm saying. Kimbo got to a point where he was like, "I'm forty some years old. I don't have the aside from the the energy, the mental energy to make myself go train every day." My body can't take it. Mm. So I'm pretty sure his training regimen... And I know he had knee problems. ...was a needle to the butt cheek. That was his training regimen. He wasn't He wasn't doing conditioning. That's, that's his training regimen was, I'm going to juice up and then show up and fight. Because he was like, if I just need that extra umph to get me in the cage, and then once I get there, my old... Old ways will come back. It's like riding a bike. Yep. It wasn't though. Wasn't. He was his performance was a little bit. How old was he? Um, it was early forties. It was early? probably like forty one or forty two. I'm not sure. Um. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying. I feel like I'm because you know R.I.P. But I think you juicing might might need a little do might need a little do a better. I mean, do a little better. <laughs> Yeah, he was yeah, he was gassed. But that's the reason he was gassed. That was man, it's funny it's funny you mention that because that's exactly what I was thinking of when I saw that fight because I was like When I saw CM Punk Mike Jackson, I was like, Man, y'all are this is worse. This is worse than Kimbo and Don. Yeah. Yeah, because at least at least that one was entertaining. At least Kimbo and Dada was yeah. entertaining. They were fighting for a finish. It was dramatic, you know? Yeah. This was nothing. <laughs> you could tell one of them was about to die. <laughs> yeah. With the Kimbo, Kimbo and Dada. Yeah. 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 They were both I mean, on the brink. They, they were, were on the brink. They were trying. Yeah. Is the main thing, but... Kimbo had that ability, though. He had the ability to... The fights themselves were garbage fights, but they were dramatic and they were entertaining. You know, even back, even, you know, the, the, the street fights. Who could ever forget? The street fights, those were, that was such a, like, a unique moment in time. It was. When those, was like, when those fights were, like, we had a DVD, remember? When those fights DVD? were coming out on DVD of, of Kimbo just knocking fools senseless. <laughs> That was a Punching unique people's eyes out of their heads. Yeah, that was it was such a unique moment in time because it was like there was boxing, there was MMA, but nothing was bigger in combat sports than these low budget, low quality, yeah. you know, someone recording it. What now what today would be worse quality than their cell phone. That might have been a video camera, but that was horrible quality. Trash. And not to mention, you know, fights, you get all this shaking. Yeah. And those fights were just the best. Those were just, they were were the most anticipated, the most, like, engaging. And it was, my favorite thing about those fights was the way every video started. The way they always started was Kimbo. Kimbo's opponent would be there already. Mm -hmm. You know, he meaning showed up early. He's pacing, he's like hyping himself up to get ready to fight. You know, and everyone's standing there awaiting the arrival of Kimbo. And then just, you just see uh, a SUV pull up, <laughs> a black <laughs> SUV pull up. 
and then you see Kimbo get out and he takes off <laughs> he just takes off his chain takes off his t his his wife beater or his his shirt or whatever and he doesn't there's no warm up Not the at dude all. just pull they pull up the, the SUV pulls up to the fight he hops out takes his chain off and starts throwing punches <laughs> <laughs> I love how real he kept it and what's funny is in at least one of those videos there's a dude talking hella shit like I'm beating him up when he gets here oh I got this this, this, this ain't nothing and yeah, then he gets immediately clobbered <laughs> and you could tell <laughs> Kimbo, Kimbo would get up. out of the SUV with no worries on his mind he would also he'd be like like you already know this it's your boy Kimbo and he just he's taking the chain yep. off and he just yep. walks up and just starts throwing punches there's no warm up there's no stretching there's no like what a going, real one. There's no going over what like, hey, just one. so we're all clear on the rules. There's none of that. He just walks up and starts swinging. Ain't no rules. And winning. He was just, he was dominating. Because he, he was the only one who had, like, the slightest understanding of, like, uh, throwing punches and footwork. And, and <laughs> as we can see, hella power. Yeah. He had heavy hands. He was a big dude. And the whole... I really enjoyed the whole Durag thing. I was like... He looked like an unlockable character on a Tekken video yeah. game. That's yep. what that's what my favorite thing about Kimbo was, was that I don't I never knew for sure if he was looking like that to like for marketability or if that was his real life look. I'm pretty but sure that was just his real life that look. That whole... Because it was like he had... You know, when you play a fighting game, there's multiple versions of the character. Mm-hmm. You know, so he had the version of him with the do-rag and without the do-rag. Yep. So with the do-rag, it looked like he had braids and he had a do-rag over it to keep the braids fresh. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. But then without the do-rag, you realize that he had a bald head and he had only two braids around the outside of his head. I forgot about that part. And that, that was, that was even cooler because that was almost like... His transformation, mm-hmm. like that was the more powerful version. That was his Super Saiyan. You know, he has the do rag on, but when he takes the do rag off, or no, it's like Piccolo when Piccolo has his whole like cape <laughs> thing. You know, he has the cape yep. and the little like turban looking mm-hmm. thing on his head, and when he takes that off, and you know, okay, Piccolo's serious. He's about to. He's about That's how Kimbo was. He took the do rag off. And realized, oh, this that. dude has clean bald head with only two braids on the outside. Is it me or it didn't seem like when he fought with the do-rag, he must have had it tied extra tight because it never got never knocked came off. off. Well, he, it he never, never slipped off. He never took damage. No one could do damage. That's true. He had this thing going. And the only time he took damage was when he took it off and he knew he was about to take damage. That's why he took it off in the mm-hmm. first place. He knew this is about to be a legitimate fight. I'm going to need all of my power for this fight. Man. And Those yeah, were... the time you said he punched the dude's head, uh, eye out of his head. Which for one, I almost didn't want to look at. Like you, I remember you saw it before me. I think I'm pretty sure. Um, I did not want to see that because it's like, Ugh. Yeah, but, but you gotta see it because otherwise you'll never believe. Yeah, it. I know. Because at that point in my life, I was about 12 years old. I had never seen that before, and since that point in my life, I've never seen that. That's the only time I've seen someone. Well, MVP. What? He remember you said? Didn't you tell me? He, no. Popped the guy's nah. eye out of his head? No. No. MVP, he did the flying knee to Evangelist Cyborg. And it uh, 
crushed the front no, of his skull. No, but recently he was fighting a guy and he's just like, he's letting him know. He's like... Oh, no, yeah. He just, he punched him. It, it cut his eye, but it wasn't out of his head. Oh, uh, okay, no. okay. Kimbo, Kimbo's fight was the only time I saw someone get their eyeball punched out of their face. That's... I never saw that before. Ridiculous. I, I never saw it again after that. That's the only time... He Honestly, had to have broken it's that man's orbital bone or something. It's the only, you... I hope it's the only time I'll ever see it. But it makes me. That was like ten years ago, over ten years ago when when that fight happened. Over ten years ago, since then I've seen so many fights. Not just professional fights. I've seen street fights. I've never seen somebody. That's true. Do I've never that. thought about. That. I've never seen that. Because that's that really hard you? to do. That's what some... does that tell you about how hard he hit that man? We saw the dude before. He had both of his eyes perfectly oh, yep. intact. Afterward, no. His eye was hanging out. Disgusting. It was nasty. Kimball also, you know the guys with the cauliflower ear? Mm-hmm. He punched. He exploded it. I don't know if you remember that. He, he was fighting. I don't think I saw uh, that. It was James Thompson. Big British dude. He punched him once. He caught the cauliflower ear. It exploded. And then he kept punching it. And it was about to like come off. He's about to punch his ear, Mick Foley style. Mick Foley. Mick Foley style. He almost punched his ear off of his head. I like how that came full circle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that Kimbo. It with when he was on, crazy power. He was on crazy power, but uh, yeah, that's uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about on that. We were oh, it started we talking about long, how Bellator has some uh, Bellator with their yeah wild well, fights. I'm looking forward to that fight though. That Rory McDonald. Jagar Musashi fight. Anyway, though, we have a few minutes left. I wanted to argue about something basketball-wise, but what I'm gonna say. Do you have anything to argue about? I mean, there isn't really, there's not much to say. Uh, Kawhi is still trying to figure out where he's going. Mm-hmm. Going, going, go over to the Lakers. Um, LeBron's still figuring out where he's going. Because I'm pretty sure he's waiting for Kawhi to decide where he's going. <laughs> LeBron's like, I don't know where I'm going yet. Here's what I'm going to say. And then they say, Kawhi, where are you going? He's like, I don't know where I'm going yet. And then LeBron's like, has Kawhi decided? <coughs> I'm not saying until he says. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you call Kawhi if you want to know where I'm going? <laughs> Once Kawhi's like, I'm going to LA. LeBron's going to be like, yeah, that's where I'm going to. You bet. You already know what's happening. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> He's welcoming him in. Yeah. He already has the jersey. Um, that's what I'm gonna say. Just because I get to see a little bit, a little bit of Sports Center, Sports Nation, ESPN, whatever, whenever I can. I've, and I've always felt this way, so I'm just letting everybody know. Um, wherever PG thirteen goes, don't matter. He about to stay same level, probably same stats. Going less far than he did last season. Well, what do you think about if he possibly stays in Oklahoma City? Okay, see, I think, I think him staying in OKC doesn't help him. Way I'll put it is, or it doesn't mean anything. Way I put it is, if one of them, if Melo or or PG stays, the better person to let stay is Melo. <laughs> nah. Because I feel like last season, Melo showed a better working of being a team player than PG did. I completely disagree with PG that. PG didn't show up, and he was being inconsistent. Okay, Paul George was inconsistent. But being inconsistent doesn't take away from how much of a team player, how team-oriented you are. Melo hasn't gotten through his head yet that 
he's at the end of his career. He hasn't gotten through his head yet that he's never going to be the number one guy anywhere. So he's still, he had, he's so used to, for so long, he's been the number one guy, both in Denver and then in New York. He's been the number one guy for so long that he's used to getting Melo's amount of touches. No, exactly what I'm saying. He's used to taking Melo's amount of shots. Team player in the way of, he stepped up in some areas he didn't normally step up in. He, he tried to take, he tried, I'll say. He tried to take defense a little bit more seriously. The, and I could see his efforts. I could see some of his efforts in trying to rebound. But he thought when he was coming to Oklahoma City, he thought that it was a situation where it was like, Oklahoma City is in need of an alpha. They're in need of a superstar. So he's going to be that number one guy. And then Russ will be his supporter. He thought that he, that's what he thought he was coming to Oklahoma City for. And no one else was on the same page with him on that. Everyone knew Russ is the guy. Russ mm-hmm. is the number one guy. They're building around him. They're not bringing in Mello to build around Mello. <laughs> so the only way Mello works out is if, if he accepts. I think they could actually be a better team if all of them aren't on the court at the same time. I think that's the problem. I think Melo should be the sixth man. Melo should be coming off of the bench. He should not be starting. That should not be their starting like small forward or even even sixth man. Maybe he could afford to take like less minutes. Maybe like eighteen minutes, eighteen to twenty minutes for Melo. Russ is gonna play his usual about forty minutes, mm-hmm. and that way. Melo does. He's not trying to split three ways. They're not trying to split between Russ, PG. Well, you're right about that. Because these are players that operate best when they're heavily focused on. Yeah. So the the only way that works out is if he agrees to accept the fact that he's just not that dude anymore. He's not the one that they're looking to mm-hmm. for the bulk of scoring. It's Russ. Uh, Paul George, I think. The reason Paul George is doing poorly is because that's that coaching staff is kind of booty. And that system ain't even really a system. The system's kind of, all right, y'all, give it everything you got. Play basketball. <laughs> Best you yeah, can. Remember, the most important thing is to have fun. <laughs> that's, that's their system. <laughs> so I think... It could be a good move if Paul George stays because if he stays and then, you know, someone in the front office makes some moves and gets a new coach and then they could, if they could get a coach who is willing to make a system based off the current personnel that they have, Mm -hmm. not a coach who's forcing his system, he's forcing players into his system that they don't fit into the system. You got to get a guy who's like, okay, this is the, this is what I'm working with. Let's play this system yeah let's go with this because paul george he ain't useless he can be very valuable in helping a team be championship contention yeah level he can he can definitely play a part especially i think he works with russ i think it works because he russ has what he doesn't and he has what russ doesn't mentality wise russ is is goer He's just going all the time. And he's he's important when he needs to keep the energy up when they're like 
losing. <laughs> yeah. When they're losing yeah. or even when they're just in like a series where they're losing. Because Russ will not give up on a series. He, he won't give up on anything until it's over. Paul George is the type of dude, if he gets blown out once, his spirit's broken for like three games. He can't handle that scrutiny mm-hmm. at all of being up there in the forefront. Yeah. But at the same time, he can help kind of calm that whole situation down when they're, when it's, when they're ahead. Yeah. He, I think he's probably better and he's better at front running. You know, Russ is better at coming from behind. He's better at like rallying mm-hmm. to win when they're losing. Paul George is better at front running. When he has the lead, just chilling. Like, don't get too excited. Because that's how they've lost in the past yep. is Russ gets super excited. And he even though he's up by 10, he's still playing like he's down by 20. <laughs> so, Paul George, I think it might not be bad for him to stay. It, it might not be bad. I know his thing is he wants to go to L.A. because he's from, he's from the area. So, he's trying to go to either the Clippers or the Lakers. I'm not... Personally, as a Lakers fan, I'm not like, please, please come join the squad, you know? Well, I think he might stay in OKC, though. He might. Because yeah. I think he's somebody they want to keep. I think. So I think he might go ahead and take what, what they're offering him, if it's, you know, enough. Yeah. Well, hopefully next, next time we have something to argue about, basketball-wise. I mean, some just like, just best point guards mm. all time or something like that. All time. I want to debate you on something. Oh, I definitely want to get into I that. I want to debate you. Because I know, I know we have a couple disagreements in that specific category. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious now. What is it? We, we, well, we were talking about it last time. Because I had said, out of the two people who were better, I think I said... Um, I think I said Stockton and you said someone else. Huh. Yeah, because I definitely don't think it's Stockton. <laughs> so I know <laughs> I know it wasn't Stockton who I agreed Stockton's with you. Stockton's a really good point guard. There's a difference between really good and the best. <laughs> There's a difference, but... Well, best all time, but best classics. Best in his time. Best in his time, yeah. But time doesn't stop when you retire. <laughs> There's true. still That's more true. people. That's true. There's still people playing. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that next time. But before we close out, let's make sure we remember. Uh, you want to plug anything? Let's see. Um, when no, actually, before you do that, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all good. It's all good. I'm just bringing it up because I feel like people listening probably feel like how I'm thinking. Maybe not because they don't know, but. You tease dropping music a lot. Mm-hmm. You're a really big tease when it comes to acting like you're going to release music and then not releasing it. You've done that numerous times now, and I just want to know. I want a solid statement. When will there be music so we can all hold you accountable for it? Damn. So it's like that? Well, I'll put it to you this way. Working on this track, Super Hentai. Yeah, you've been teasing that for a while, and I want... Because it's hard, because I live in a trap house with people who are loud, often, 
and the walls are thin. Can't really, uh, can't really record. Some too legendary easy. rappers came out of the trap house. That's true. Can't use that excuse. But I'm pretty sure they was like, "Hey, everybody, shut up! I'm about to record. Do your drugs in silence." <laughs> uh, it's kind of hey, hard could you, to could get you that. Try to smoke that crack a little quieter, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, man, and I got I'm doing doing a good amount of things right now. But let's let's just say super hentai. Mm. You gotta give us a date. Let's go July 10th. July 10th. July this is 10th. July mm-hmm. 2018. 2018. No loopholes. No loopholes. You're not gonna Frank Ocean us. No Frank Ocean. No Frank Ocean. Here. Okay. July 10th. Super Hentai. July 10th. Where can we expect to hear it? SoundCloud. I'm probably gonna put, get a little link out on uh, on Twitter in case you got me on there. Well, then that's the perfect segue. Go, go ahead and... If you don't got me on Twitter... Plug your social medias. Hit your boy at... Um, let me see. Uh, Sean John 101010. That's the Twitter right there. Um, let's see. Snapchat. Sean C150. Uh, don't even worry about getting me on Instagram. I'm not on there. And then that's it. To plug? That's it. All that's right. Pro- that's about it. All right. And oh, then... oh, oh, oh. Almost forgot. You're right. Black, uh, Black Cash SoundCloud B L A C C, um, C A dollar sign H Black Cash, nice, and then just this, the regular uh, painfully tight at painfully tight for both Twitter and Instagram, um, and then just at Javon underscore come on why on Twitter for me. You sure? Cause you gotta get uh, did one of those. Oh. Yeah, I had a moment there. I had a brain fart. Yeah, yeah. No, it it, it is at Javon underscore come on Y. And that's, uh, yeah, that's it. You want to take us out? All right, let's go. Hey, hey, yo, I hope you liked it. Fresh Nikes, white Nikes, Mike Tyson. Mm, mm, I rolled a Dyson, got a seven. Mm, match that with 11. Mm. Ice cream bezel. Mm. Everybody ain't on my level. Only God. It's one and one. Two and two. What you gonna do? I thought you knew. Yeah, true shit. Yeah, all yeah. Mm. This one's taking a little long. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm too sleepy to be doing this right now. I'll, I'll cut but, you slack uh, this time, but uh, it's been painfully tight. We're out. Yep. See ya. <laughs>